5: Background music and ambience brought to you in part by Midnight Syndicate. Music for the imagination and the perfect musical accompaniment for the Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game. <laughs> In a world where things are not what they seem. And people are not who they appear to be. Where puns run rampant through the streets. And it's hard to tell who the real monsters are. Finally, the culmination of two epic campaigns. Three heroes fighting to keep the world of Euphray from ripping apart against three villains who conspire to thwart the efforts of Gagmi and where the fate of Tim and Terry hangs in the balance. Now, let's join Sir Thaddeus Treblecock, the Wild Magic Sorcerer, Francis the Lion, the Gladiator Bard, Malfader, the Fallen Asimar Oathbreaker, Ada, the Drow Rogue, McNastly, the half-halfling, half-fainting Satyr Bard, and the rogue warlock Hesh von Eggers, as they each continue in their relentless pursuit of... A Fool's Quest. <laughs> I'll go ahead and uh, board and look out, look for our cabins.
6: Settling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys are board and Billion and Bikers there at the top, and he says, I'll uh, show you to your rooms just a second. Let me introduce you to the captain. And he walks, you know, at a quick pace over toward a captain, and he says, Captain! Captain! I would like to introduce you to our last passengers. He motions for you guys to come up next to him. Okay. And it's the lizard folk. And he says, Malfader, this is Captain Juan Fucht Lizard.
7: Someone's gonna die. Anyway. <laughs> That's great.
5: <laughs> Captain Lizard. Yes. Well met. Well met. I don't have a good
6: Picard impression. Sorry. This is what you guys get. <laughs> I see that you've made accommodations here with Commander Biker. Yes, yes. Yes, everything meets your needs for the evening. So far,
5: I have uh, yet to settle into our quarters, but I'm sure they are uh, up to standard. Yes, well, I will leave you to it
6: then. It will be a fun ten-day trip. I expect we'll have plenty of time for good conversation. Make sure that you visit the galley as soon as you can to make yourself familiar with the area. Very
5: good. We'll be having
6: dinner shortly after we
5: set out. Very good. Uh, I can assume that we will have uh, seats at your table? Absolutely. Very good. I look forward to dinner then.
6: Yes. Good conversations.
5: Yes. Very good.
6: All right. And he says, Borf, <laughs> prepare to set out. And the dwarf
5: says, Aye, aye, dwarf. aye Captain. Borf, <laughs> the <is> dwarf. <laughs> <laughs>
6: the
7: dwarf. Can I just go with Barf? <laughs> <laughs> Got it? Well, because. Yeah, it's Barf. Because <laughs> wharf. Uh, yeah. Borf, <laughs>
6: Borf the dwarf. He's like, aye Captain. Setting out to go where no sailor has gone before.
5: This is a good day to sail.
6: <laughs> 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 raises his sword. It's a weird looking sword. You've never seen one like it. Yeah. But uh, It's like one big single blade. Yeah. Two yeah. hands. Yeah, so uh another person comes up to you as a warforged and he says
3: Oh my god. Mm.
6: Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, Hello my, my name is, is Beta. Beta. Let, Let me show you, show you to your rooms. rooms. Uh,
8: follow the Warforged. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
6: Alright, so Beta <laughs> Beta <laughs> takes you to your rooms. You do see the Kenkus as you guys pass through the hallways uh, they're, they're whispering back and forth and Kenku chirps and blurbs, you know, the Kenku language. And you pass them on your way to your rooms uh,
7: fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah, you don't speak <laughs> it
6: And he says, this is your rooms. If you'd like, I can take you to the galley once you have settled
8: in Go and drop off all my stuff but keep my the book with me and I will want to read that while I'm eating. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did I
7: see any satyrs during our trip onto the ship or to our room?
8: You saw
6: one satyr with finely dressed clothing that was one of the passengers that it looks like, not one of the crew. The crew are all wearing identifying uniforms. Color-coded. (laughs) Color-coded. By (laughs) rank.
7: What color do the kinkus perhaps be wearing?
6: Red. No, I don't think they're red. <laughs> Let me look up these characters. Oh,
5: that you definitely created. <laughs> that I... Yeah. I uh, just gotta look at my notes and see and what... make some shit up on the spot.
6: <laughs> um, The younger boy, Kenku, that came and did the running and told all of you guys that it was time to go is wearing a blue uniform with kind of a gold strip and black across the top. And...
9: <laughs> Medic.
6: The older female Kenku is wearing a like a darker blue with a black top, but he doesn't have. She doesn't have the gold band across. Just like all black on on the top, like around the neck, and then blue from from like the chest down. Perhaps
7: a tad bit sassy.
6: <laughs> maybe I mean, he has a
7: headset on. Maybe a little. what's yep. oh, beta. got on? And now you got to look up two things at once. <laughs>
6: Uh (laughs) uh-huh data or fuck beta beta Beta, beta's uniform matches perhaps yellow borfs manage (laughs) matches their uniform they're yellow with black tops across. oh hey look at that yeah yeah weird
7: named after wait a second better not be in this show better not be in this they're not have fucking done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
8: I'm waiting for it. I'm hoping. Fingers
7: crossed. <laughs> They're not have fucking done it. I don't know if you remember now.
8: Oh, he remembers. eyes you. You mentioned a tiefling.
6: Oh, the tiefling is a female. Oh.
7: Yep. Counselor this. Fiona, Freud. <laughs> Fiona Freud. Fiona Freud. <laughs> Was Picard next generation? Yeah. yeah. What yeah, yeah. Uh, Captain Lazard,
6: yeah, that's the Kenku,
8: okay, that's what I thought,
7: okay, so the uh,
6: Kenku is uh the two Kenkus, the female one, just to put it all out there so so beta's telling you guys this. we'll do that, beta's telling you this as you're walking the ten two Kenkus are Dr. Featherly Thrusher mm-hmm. and also Woodley Thrusher, ah! they're the medics,
5: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes.
6: <laughs> There's Borf, Beta, uh, Counselor Fiona Freud, who is the tiefling. There's Bordy LaGorge. He's the human <laughs> <of> the blindfold. <laughs> blindfold. <laughs> and then you know, you know the rest. There was uh, Billion Bordy biker. just happens
7: to have true sight even though no actual eyesight.
6: And Juan Fookt Lizard. <laughs> Lizard. Juan Fookt Lizard.
7: Lizard. Right. I think you missed so. anyone. Alrighty.
6: You guys are, are aboard the FF Better Prize. You have been sailing now for a couple days. Go ahead and, Thaddeus, make your roll for your history check for that book. For un, the Unbridled Wrath and yeah. the... 22. 22? Okay, yep. that definitely does it. Oh, Definitely. Damn.
5: Booyah! Yeah.
6: It's uh, The Unbridled Wrath in the Portal of Mount Ovix So you read through it, and this is, again, the folklore version of the story. But it follows a hero that was able to go in. Well, the, the hero was away from home for a long time. And the hero ends up going back home. Uh, ...after something tragically happened... ...and finds out that his town is besieged by monsters. And it starts to follow the story of this hero... ...who has somehow gotten these amazing abilities. And he takes on these terrible creatures... ...you know, time and time again... ...that are coming through these portals. And then finally through his special magic abilities, he's able to harness all of the energy of the world and break this large summoning circle. And when he does it, he's able to seal away the portals and keep them, because they were popping open and staying open, a lot like what you are seeing now when you fray, Mm -hmm. He's able to close those portals. They all blip out of existence. And the gods see this and they're so angry by his choice to turn off the portals and go against their will that the gods all grab a chunk of Isan, the 12 gods, and yank Isan apart into multiple islands around Isan, which was one entire continent. The the gods all grab a hand of, uh, you know, put a hand on it and rip it away from Mount Obix, leaving Mount Obix in the middle, the centerpiece of these uh, shards of Isan. And so that's the folklore version of the story. But the hero is painted in different pictures. Uh, You know, sometimes he is very kind and other times he's very aggressive you know throughout the story and he's got a lot of trauma you know the same things that happen in stories right like it builds it up yeah. there's some kind of tragedy that starts the story off and then it follows him as he learns more about himself and then the story comes to an end you know a tragic ending where the gods all rip the continent apart for from him going against their will okay so cool that's the story version of the Unbridled Wrath, and The Portal of Mount Obix. Now, obviously, the Thor Killen version is a lot more detailed. It was, like, twice the size of the book that you have right now. Right. But it also had a lot more of the boring details in there, the stuff that talked about the runes and stuff like that. So it was more of a historical accounting of it.
7: The boring educational shit. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything else
8: you wanted to know about the book specifically you might have been looking for? Miss Shanna said something about... His, I mean, I probably wouldn't be able to get it from a fairy tale version of it, uh, but he had the ability to fight a ethereal beholder. So I'd be trying to look for something that talked about his abilities, what kind of things he could do. Um, I mean was he just like a fighter, a barbarian?
6: Yeah. So it was I actually kind of crazy. He, um, th- there isn't really anything too much in there about ethereal specifics. beholders. Yeah. Or really about... I mean, they did dramatize his fighting style, but they made it sound like he was so much faster than everyone else, but he could wield huge weapons, multiple weapons, like stuff that would take you to, to, you know, wield two-handed, he could wield in one hand, and he could still cast spells while wielding these things. In fact, he could cast, a lot of times, multiple spells in the same amount of time that it took one person to cast one spell. And those things were just unheard that's not, of. Yeah, that's yeah not absolutely. Yeah, not a thing at all. Right. Um, so they definitely make him sound super powered compared to everyone else. Right. But there's not like a understanding of why or how he got these powers. It's yeah. just like, you know. This or
8: obviously, like if the powers are real. I'm, yeah, as right. As opposed to, it's probably just. Embellishment to make the story more entertaining. Yep. And you know that, that that's why this book exists and that's why you
6: guys had to go find the other book because this one is embellished to make right. the, the story more entertaining. So it's kinda hard to pick and, and choose, but I it mean it sounds
7: th- a lot like meta magic. Not a big fan of this. <laughs>
6: It is more I mean it's even better than meta magic with the, what you're doing there.
7: Wild meta magic. Yep. And
6: and you do know it's like it, you you have heard of like sorcerers and was you know, certain stuff using twin spells, you know, so they can cast the same spell twice yeah. in one round, but he's casting multiple different spells, different spells, different schools of spells, all sorts of things. Right. Yep, yep. So
7: He's breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Breaking the law,
6: breaking the law.
8: But yeah, so
6: that's the, that's the story.
8: Okay, cool. Yep. So nothing super useful, which I mean, I didn't expect a lot of detail from the yeah. fairy tale version. But
6: yeah, no. But definitely the reason why you guys had to go
8: to the vault in season three, right? <laughs> Not okay. useful, but you just did, did do this whole thing around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, gotcha. the fairy tale version isn't super useful. It doesn't have facts in it. It's all hyped up and made to be entertaining yeah if i had the if i had the original book that michiana took that have a lot more
6: so you guys are several days into your trip right now and you start to hear well give me some perception checks from while you guys are walking around
7: not good at that
8: not 20
6: Yay! Wow. Roll again.
7: Become an eagle. You see everything.
8: Not, uh, <laughs> Nat 20. Okay. Still, Nat 20 is good. Yeah.
7: 14. Okay. And, and 18.
8: No,
6: those are all good. So you guys all start to get the real scoop on, on board the ship. Malfader, you not as much because you spend more time with the captain. That is kind of your MO. Yeah. So you spend more time with the captain. He's kind of got the overall strategic... You know uh, of the ship, but Thaddeus and MC and Nestle, you guys are with the crew a lot more, doing different shenanigans, and you start to hear the crew telling stories of weird noises and stuff in the middle of the night, or weird colors coming from the cargo bay in the middle of the night. But when they go to investigate, it all fizzles out. So you start to hear these rumors more and more as the as the trip goes. The weather's getting a lot colder. People are bundled up. The food is meh, kind of hit or miss. There's not a lot of fishing that's going on because the weather's really cruddy, so they're really kind of just into their their food stores. Um, they've got barrels of water and stuff that, that are here because you are out in the open ocean now. So you've got a lot of barrels of water. Um, but, I mean, you're, you're three days in on a 10-day trip, and you're already starting to get these vibes from the crew.
8: Weird. Okay, um, so the next time we're having dinner at the captain's table, I will bring these rumors up to the captain and ask him if he knows what he is. what in his cargo bay could be causing flashing lights and weird noises. Is he is this transporting be animals? Uh, is there. yeah, something we need to worry about? going awry?
6: I don't know, uh, to be honest. I hadn't really been hearing these rumors as much. Just a couple of random things, and we know how sailors are. But maybe it is time to take a look down in the cargo bay tonight. Would you... I hate to impose, but I do know uh, a lot of times... There is
5: no imposition there. We would be happy to investigate this.
6: I, I've I've heard that a lot of gagme, uh, representatives, have the ability to detect magic or items that might be causing some kind of magical disturbance. Maybe this is something we could employ in the cargo hold.
7: I'll glance over at McNasly and nod. It's a thing I do. Oh,
6: well then, uh, uh, let's finish up dinner here and. I've got some nice bourbon we can crack into tonight, and Ooh, then very good. head on downstairs and take a look.
7: America doesn't exist in this world, so bourbon can't exist. <laughs> point out. Uh, well, true American liquor. Mm.
6: It's a Kenku version. It's bourbon.
7: Ah, damn it! <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I See what you did there,
6: you <laughs> fucker.
7: Tried to be a cunt, and you're a cunt right back, and I'm <laughs> fucking sad about it.
6: That's gonna have to go into a lore check. <laughs> <laughs> damn, yes a glass feel, of bourbon, bourbon. All right, so All right, cool. it's fine. you guys finish up dinner <laughs> it's wild turkey it's shut a- the fuck up that'd <laughs> 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 be bird dog <laughs> yes <sighs> sorry be, uh, I'm,
7: I'm sorry I did this <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I did this bird ones
6: so
7: I'll figure some out later <laughs> oh eagle rare there it is <laughs> Eagle Rare Bourbon, sorry. The
6: important things.
7: Give <laughs> me
6: a second. So you guys um, finish up dinner, and he tells Biker to take care of things Well, he goes with you guys down to investigate the cargo bay. So he escorts you guys down to the cargo bay. Is there anything you'd like to do... Once you get down there, like, what's the game plan? Do you guys have one, or are you just going to wander down there and take a look? Um, this is a really big ship, so it's got a really big cargo bay with a bunch of stuff. And your cargo is down there as well.
5: So I think when we get down there, um, I'm sure McNastley is going to start doing his detect magic.
7: I do want to point out it's a ritual, so it me 10 yeah. minutes per.
5: And while he's doing that, uh, that gives me time to invoke my divine sense, allowing me to detect good and evil.
7: Um, before I do Detect Magic, though, sorry, I'm going to skip you really quick, Mm -hmm. because I have, like, 30 other things I can do, like, once per day that will help us out. Um, one, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration. Okay. On, uh, the future other than myself, so I'm probably going to do it on him. Uh, him. (laughs) (laughs) On, uh, Thaddeus. There you go. On uh, Thaddeus. So for ten minutes, he can add uh, a d10 to any ability check he has, nice uh, attack roll or saving throw. No saving throw is not necessary. Nice, no, fucking hat. Um, that's fine. Not angry. <laughs> <laughs> Before knowing the outcome. Also going to. Shoot, you know, that's it. And then I'm going to do my ritual spell, which will be bardic, or will be uh, detect magic in this case.
8: How long does your bardic inspiration last?
7: You have 10 minutes, so while... So
8: by you, the time you get done with your By the time I'm done with ritual. the tech magic,
7: you have to have used it. Okay. So hope at this point you've been with me enough, you would know you have a decent amount of time to have a boost to what you're... Yeah, power.
8: yeah. But, I mean, what are we doing? Well, we're just waiting for you. You. Can, you guys
7: can cast any help spells you want. It takes me 10 minutes, and I can't do anything yeah. else. So that's all I'm doing. Well, I was
5: invoking a uh, use of the Divine Sense... Uh, Which, until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything affected by a hallow spell or know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover.
6: Okay. How far is the distance on that? 60 feet. Okay. So, like, you cast it and, like, walk around the... Yeah. I mean, we can do that for flavor. Yeah, because
5: right? it lasts until my next turn, so yeah, yeah. I can walk around uh, up to my max movement speed. Yeah. run right bolt. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so we'll just say, I mean, for flavor, you know, you're casting this. You cast it, and you're, like, walking around, seeing if you can sense anything mm-hmm. around the boxes. Thaddeus, what are you doing?
8: I guess I'll cast light on the end of my staff and just poke around behind boxes and look for anything that looks... Uh, out of the ordinary
6: it is a big cargo hold so let us do this investigation check from sir thaddeus a perception check from malfader and you're just spent and mcnasley's just spent minutes. I, I just gain information out
7: here yeah, yeah.
8: On anything else? i got an 18 on my investigation 14,
6: 14 on perception okay So you guys are wandering around. You kind of break up into different spots. Uh, McNassley sits in the middle of the cargo bay and starts casting his spell so that when it goes off, he's got as big of an area as possible. And Captain Juan Fouct Lazard is standing at the entrance into the cargo bay. So the steps that go up, he's standing there. His weapon's not drawn or anything, but he's readied for any kind of crazy chaos. He's
7: (laughs) holding a bottle of whiskey.
6: (laughs) And... (laughs) From across the room, I mean, probably a good 20 feet away, Sir Thaddeus, you see a crate that looks very oddly clean compared to all of the other crates and cargo that's down here. It's like beautifully carved wood, but there's no dirt or smudges or oil or anything on it at all. And the thing that you notice about it the most is that it's not secured down to the ground. Like everything else is in here. So, you know, in a a boat, you want to secure stuff. Right, so does not slide around. Exactly, yep. So it's not secured at all here.
8: Is there dust on the nearby crates? Yep. Okay, so somebody is opening this regularly enough to disturb any dust that would have accumulated. Okay. And the
6: perception check that you did, Malfader... Does in the very fringe of your area does trigger on that same crate, although you don't know it's the same crate, but it does stand out to you as well, and
5: it is a dark energy. Mm-hmm. So I will uh, focus on that dark energy and start heading that way.
8: Okay. I will point the crate out to the captain um, and ask him why. Uh, why is this crate so much cleaner? Than the rest of them. Who who owns this crate?
6: I could not tell you offhand. Do you see a number printed on the side? Maybe I can take a look in our register. I'll look for a number. All right, go ahead. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, so you got to get closer with it. With, uh, I would say you can read it no matter what, but your role is just to determine how close you have to get. It. So you get pretty close. I mean, you're within like ten feet of it before you can call read out. out the number. Yep, yeah. Okay. So you call out the number, and he says, "Yeah, give give me a minute. I'll be right back." Okay. And he goes upstairs, up the steps.
5: Okay. Do I uh, zero in on the chest? Yep, you zero in on the chest. Okay. I will draw Bone Crusher and have S.H.I.E.L.D. ready
6: All right. as and I approach it. McNastley, you're about halfway through the ritual right now, and so I mean, I'll let you decide if you want to continue doing the ritual casting or if you want to abandon it now that they Do I, I
7: notice what they're doing while um, I'm casting?
6: I would say so, because like, you're not like blind or anything while you're casting. No, I'm so. just sitting, yep. chanting. Yep. Um, you're like, drawing runes out and stuff with chalk and you going yeah. through a sands or whatever. However, you do your ritual
8: spells.
7: Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I'll go ahead and end my, I'll end my chant if it's if we seem to have identified what we're looking for. Okay. Um, and then I will look to Malfader uh, and ask what he's seeing.
5: This chest
7: radiates of dark energy. Perhaps it is evil. Awesome. Then I'm going to.
5: As I slowly
7: creep toward it does it seem alive
5: unsure at this point
7: it just i'm standing ready i'm gonna cheat again then i'm gonna cast mantle of majesty okay. and i uh command the chest to move the chest so needs to, to make a 15. save yep it's a 15 save
8: which means it's got
7: stats damn the, next...
6: the chest <laughs> does not move
7: mm, that either means it <laughs> failed all right, it succeeded or it
8: doesn't. Succeed. have <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so I'm just yelling, let's move just the chest. I don't really know. I don't I'll know.
8: Let's just get with my weapon. Wait yep. until the captain uh, comes back. Yeah. Uh, Without knowing, the... knowing who owns it, might. Did I see any us any reaction at all
7: from the chest? Any movement or uh, like vibration? Nothing.
8: Nope. Nothing. How
6: how big is the crate? Roll an investigation check one more time from just Thaddeus and Malfader. Yeah,
8: sixteen. Not great. No, no, it's not hey. a one. But <clears throat> I rolled a two. God, not you, you weren't there. You are supposed to
7: see? Oh, hey, yeah, hold on, yeah, you you your uh, know the result.
8: Yeah. Well, I knew the. Re- I rolled a two. I knew what the result was. No, before was, he tells you what the but result. That you still was. have your uh, Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, but it's before. That's Uh, what we're talking about.
6: No, it's
7: before he tells you if you
6: succeed or fail. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, though. Malfader gets it. So, Malfader, you rolled a 14, you said? 16. Oh, 16. (laughs) Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, 14 was it. So, you recognize this as the crate you saw as you were leaving the docks to go meet with the judge back in Seaforge, the guy that was bringing it up on the one meal cart, the bigger one. So it's about, it's about a five-foot-tall crate, and it's about five feet wide in each direction, like perfectly squared. Hmm. But it appears to be nailed in on the top of it, like little, you know, finishing nails type thing pounded in on the top of it to seal it up.
5: Hmm. Now, since this thing pinged on my divine sense... Did it discern whether it was fiend or undead? Nope. No. Nothing like that. Just more generalized. Does it look like it would open even though it's, I mean, it seems to have those finishing nails. And... It looks like if you pried it open with
6: like a crowbar or something it would. Which they have. Like tap at it with my uh, with bone crusher. Okay. Let's see if it does anything. It would do exactly what you expect a wooden crate to do. <laughs>
8: <laughs> we should wait for the captain to find out who owns this before we start poking around.
7: Uh, while we wait for the captain, I'm going to look at my scroll of divination, because I haven't done that in a few days.
8: Okay. Oh, yeah, it's been several days. So you're going to do this in, in the middle of... <laughs> 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 right, no, I like it. This is
6: very much a fool. Why thing not? to do
7: hey, if it's helpful, it's helpful. If not, uh, well, I fucked up.
6: Yep, nope, nope,
7: nope,
6: nope. Uh, So it's a six first, right? Yep, D6 first for divination.
7: Three.
6: You get a page that says, these damned plants. And on there, it gives you three tick marks under that and a spell that you can activate on it. it. It's essentially speak with plants. Oh, so until dawn, you can speak. You can cast speak with plants three times.
7: It's fucking useful.
5: It's a random roll table.
7: <laughs> what do you want from me? Damn it. Oh,
5: woods a plant. Talk to the chest. It's a dead plant. <laughs> <laughs>
6: dead plants. Got to cast talk. speak so with dead first. Yeah, <laughs> speak dead with dead plants. plants. <laughs> Is there any thing. plants in the room? <laughs>
5: Like ne- druidic necromancy? Uh, no, there's
7: not. <laughs> no plants, no, no. bushes, nothing. No no, nothing Like, like yeah.
6: a ferns and like not a something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least he didn't go mad.
7: A flower pot. A okay. okay, so
6: what are you guys doing? Are you waiting for the captain? <laughs> waiting for the captain. Okay, see, that's
8: what I'm suggesting we do.
7: Okay, so so you don't want to open your scroll, see if something fun happens. <laughs> no.
8: Ah, <laughs> I'm staring at the crate and waiting.
6: So the captain comes down after a few minutes with a ledger in hand. And he says, the crate appears to have been paid for for delivery by one Joe
8: Panto.
7: Who the fuck is that guy? I like that none of us know who the fuck yeah. that is. Yeah,
8: if it's supposed to be a pun, I'm not catching it. Joe Panto? Not a pun. Oh. Um, Somebody
7: that he's said before and you don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, no. I
8: recognize it, <sighs> Is Bone Crusher a sword or a hammer? Hammer. Hammer, okay. Hammer time. Um, I guess we should.
7: Do we care pry about Joe's open. feelings?
8: I, I don't. Uh, well, Joe Pando. Joe Pando. I,
6: I would also know I, I don't know if this is meant to go with you or not, but the delivery point is for the inn at Nortuga's Reef. The only reason we're stopping there is because of you.
5: A fool's quest will return after these messages. <laughs>
1: by law. See terms and
5: conditions, 18 plus. Hey, thanks for listening so far. This portion of a Fool's Quest is brought to you in part by... Tooth Popper. Achy tooth? <laughs> no problem. Try Tooth Popper. First, bring the contraption close to your achy tooth. Second, smile wide. Third, let the Tooth Popper punch you right in the fucking smacker.
9: Wait, what?
3: <laughs> oh,
5: wait. Oh, out pops the correct tooth eh, 50% of the time. Tooth Toothpapa, get your list today. Oh, shit. God, that's got to hurt. Hey, we appreciate you all for listening. And don't forget to rate and review on your favorite podcatcher, We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash a fool's quest. Membership includes bonus episodes, exclusive art, early access to episodes, private discord status, and much, much more. And right now we'd like to give a spotlight Spotlight shout out out to one of our patrons. Corey, he's a podcast listening guru, a a legendary legendary podcast podcast listener. listener. His recommendations are like pure gold. If he says something's worth the listen, you can take that shit to the bank. So let's hear it for Corey. While you're at it, don't forget to check out our second show, Ethereal Embrace. Counting down to the last couple episodes, guys. Don't miss out. Got your guesses in. There's a contest going. Um, Hey, and this information for all of this and so much more can be found at our website at www.foolsquest.com. There you can find the links for our Discord, where we're always kind of lurking about and talking to all of our friends and playing games and generally being stupid. Um, And you can find this link to all of our merchandise, too, where you can find the most amazing AFQ Ugly Sweater. Yes, I said AFQ Ugly Sweater. Write it down. Get one. They're totally amazing, and everybody is getting one. These things are going out the door like crazy
4: because they're awesome.
5: Okay, anyway, enough of my rambling. Let's get back into the villains. Now, let's join the drow rogue Ada, the gladiator bard Francis the Lion, and the rogue warlock Hesh von Eggers as they conspire together to thwart the progress of those gag me Fools,
9: beware, there be villains here. Yeah, I'm going to finish my uh, my burger and curly fries and, and head on out and, you know, pull on the door from this side. <laughs> no, uh, just kidding. Tubba's <laughs> giving people directions in the middle
4: of the road. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go that way, bud! Oh, it's back the way over there! You take two lefts and a right, you'll be right there. All right. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk out the door shaking my head like,
3: what?
9: <laughs> <the door? laughs> Which so fucking awkward. But... So are we going to see this uh, this fried fellow?
2: Yeah, we should
6: probably get there before he does. So fried is in, it's got his name on the house in uh, Big bold letters so that you know it's his house but it's uh you know i mean it's a little square brick house made with cement and bricks and it's not very pretty but it's right in the middle of town and it says fried on it with neon letters like the little bulbs (laughs) that are up there and uh you know you could tell that the wire ran from the restaurant, you know, a few doors down to Fried's house, you know, and then into his wall for the telephone. So, uh, there's a few other wires that run into the house as well. So, it looks like he's a hot spot for telephone action. Probably a big talker. And, yeah.
2: Oh, can we rewind just a second?
6: Yeah.
4: The booth, Sam B.I. Well, don't you know I got fire in my belly? I can fight monsters! <laughs> ah!
5: Whoops. Oh, shit, went too far back. Hold on.
2: So, before we left, or, well, Hesh has already run out the door, like a maniac. Taba. Francis is going out. Yeah, Hesh, tubba. Taba. Hesh Taba. Hesh? God. Anyway, I will leave an I'm sorry note at the
4: table. Hubba, hubba.
2: And sign it, you know, see Alamari. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk out the door. Hubba
4: has, has climbed onto, if if you will permit, uh, Francis Lyons back for a piggyback, and then has taken a power nap.
9: <laughs> <laughs> but you're not actually a no. <laughs> I'm going to stagger on up the fries what are we doing is there a horse trough <laughs>
6: he's got the he's got his uh little carlos uh, kaboom bomb yes. attached to his hip
4: I'm trying S- to light the fuse sucking my thumb <laughs> <laughs> you, sucking his thumb <laughs> like a kid passed out in disney world pull his eye patch out and <laughs> That's, it's, just, it's just my eye it's an illusion <laughs> <laughs> he just pokes me in the eye with eye two eye fingers. it, just... <laughs> 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 don't you know? Ow! Oh, gee willikers!
9: I'm sorry, it was just so realistic.
4: Ow! Get off my back! What are you doing? Uh, are we here then, or...? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a lost. grown man. You made it! <laughs> just pushes some drool off of his face. Very right, then, all right, all right. Uh, <clears throat> Showtime. Cause this is serious business. I think we should let Francis do all the talking. That's probably wise.
2: I'm Just make sure you ask about those really stupid gnome bots. Great. Right. We we'll got us in a Jigal to Murphy. He hasn't heard from us in two weeks.
4: Just between us, girls, uh, I don't have any more um, spells to cast outside of, you know, cantrips.
2: On your best behavior. So, I'm like I can't scolding him.
4: Read them, minds, is all I'm trying to say. Be hey there, Francis. Do you have any of that uh, Moses say up there, bud? Oh, of course. Can I, can I get some under my tongue, or uh, what you doing?
9: Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm gonna just scoop some out with a couple of fingers and stuff them in his <laughs> mouth, <laughs> like smack him. The thing, like, up and down, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> stuffing fingers in his mouth,
4: <laughs> wipe them off on your shirt. And Tubba just act, like when he pulls his hand out of there, Tubba just acts like nothing happened. <laughs> just yeah, right. Thanks. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so I think that leaves the Sav with two more uses And that is one spell Slot of your choice back
4: Right. <clears throat> Fixes his uh Shirt which is What's, what's a clever play on misfits Alright anyway He has a misfits adjacent shirt on <laughs> And <laughs> Enters in um, With his fanny pack and his kaboom bomb in his eye patch and Hannah Bar moustache. He just opens the door walks in. If it's unlocked, opens the door and walks in like he owns the place. So
6: you walk in and it's a house. It's it's uh, a gnomish house, so he's got a table when you first walk in that's just a two person table, so there's two chairs there. It's kinda in the main area. And then there's one gnomish sized easy chair that has a recliner built into it. And uh then you see a very surprised gnome standing at the back wall dusting a picture
4: that's hung up on the wall. Oh dear neighbor, I just uh do you have any sugar <laughs> I could <can> borrow? <laughs> I'm just Josh and yeah, no way. I uh I actually need a bend your ear if you could have a minute. Uh do you believe I have a minute. Who are you now? Alright. Well my name is uh Tubba. And, uh, you know, my my brother cousin, he, he gets Baba and he, he works out <laughs> over there. He walks over there, don't you know? And, uh, eight figure Baba is kind of what we call him back home. That tracks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, need uh, to bend here about a couple of things. I brought a couple of friends, actually, if that's alright with uh, them. He, guys, take off your shoes. Right, don't be rude. Like, <laughs> Tubba does not take off his shoes. <laughs>
6: They're illusions, anyways.
2: So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> of different shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to
2: stare at you like. Uh, Fucking serious?
6: You must be the guest that I heard about from our dear.
4: Oh, uh, what? Well, just a lovely lady there, you know. Just such a sweet girl. You know, and the food is mwah, delicious there. So, uh, yes. Now,
6: what can I do for y'all?
9: Listen. Little buddy <laughs> Tubba here has come to town to visit his cousin and uh join this I don't know seafood party or whatever the hell it's called, but he wants it to be a surprise for his uncle or whoever <laughs> so if you could just keep his uh his presence on the hush hush um and let him surprise him at the meeting of this uh this this urchin company, or whatever the hell you call it um, prawn parade, yes, the prawn parade, if you could you know just keep it on the hush hush until uh the meeting of the prawn parade, and also when and where is that meeting because this is a rather important surprise you see it's it's bubba's uh eleven first birthday. How long do lomess no live <laughs>
4: It's, Wait, a, it's like, a surprise. You ask of you ask that, and he just shrugs his tiny little <laughs> arms, his tiny little <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: well, I think I can help keep that surprise close to my chest until the time comes. I don't have a problem with that. Go ahead and make a, pers- or a persuasion roll. Mm-hmm. 18. 18 will do it. So he will keep his word. He that's not a lie. He will do what he said he did. And where is this meeting, and when? The next meeting is gonna be uh, here tonight, actually, right here in this house. Right here. Yep.
9: Shortly right. after sundown. We're gonna need a room.
4: Well, I'm pretty sure that we would... can we can get that ourselves. But... That would be. it. You're right.
9: I'm just end. gonna I'm just gonna walk <laughs> further into the house. <laughs>
4: Through the house, is that what you said? <laughs> Further in. <laughs> so they're Fry Bud, um Fry Man, uh Fry Guy. Um was just curious, heard a, heard some stuff about I, I don't know how hush-hush this could be because Bubba wasn't too discreet about it when he was telling me but uh, you know, put them um brains and and robot bodies or
6: Well yeah, that's what we're trying to do here at the Shrimp
4: Brigade. Right. And I, you know, obviously I already knew that, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend would put my brain in the body again. Um, <laughs> Is there is there anything you need from me before the meeting starts to kind of, you know, I don't know, move this process along? I'm highly invested.
6: Well, do have any mechs here with you? Well,
4: no, but I have, uh, gold. Gold would be nice. We
6: always could use gold to resupply our projects. But if you have mechs or if you have the brain of a magician, then that would work as well.
4: Hey guys, do we have a brain of a magician?
9: Three of them, I think.
4: Magician brain or a mech? Where do I get a mech?
9: Well, I would assume
6: you would have built one before you came here, but if you don't have one right now, we could use some of that gold and help fund building one. Now,
4: how much is some? Wait,
2: is there a building back around here? I've always wanted to go to one. You
4: get to put them on that little metal cylinder and stuff them real fast?
2: I've heard about those.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how you get the brains in. That's right. How fresh
9: does the brain need to be?
6: Well, typically within four hours, unless it's
9: been put on ice, then... We could last up to a couple days if it's still in the pirate or uh, magician. <laughs> you could do the transfer immediately. <laughs> That's even more preferred. Yes. Excellent. We've. We'll be back for the for the for the clam club tonight.
4: <laughs> but also, there bud, how how much how much to build a to, to purchase a build a mech?
6: Well. To build a mech from scratch, we're looking probably around 3,000 gold.
2: How long does that take?
6: Well, it takes a couple weeks, but we do have one pretty close to complete right now. We've been shipping them out to different parts of the shrimp brigade spread across Euphray.
9: Oh, so if you've got one almost complete, then you're not really building it from scratch, so it'll be significantly cheaper then, yeah? It... No. <laughs> it'll
6: cost us. Still cost us the material. we're not materials. talking about
9: how much it cost you. We're talking about how much it'll cost us. <laughs> 3,000 gold.
4: <laughs> okay. 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 Alright. Okay. Okay. Alright. Okay. Stop it! Alright. Says. Says. Says you don't need the brain there. How would you make a mech where you just didn't need the brain and you could just sit in there?
6: A mech where you just drive the mech around without a brain?
4: Right, yeah.
9: Drive it. What is it, a herd of cattle?
6: (laughs) Who's even heard of such a thing? (laughs) Of course you can't drive a mech around without a brain.
4: Okay, Fry. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Fry. All right. Okay. All right. Since you want to make a, a kind of a bigger body for yourself with, you know, extra strength and can jump and such... Says you want to have maybe a bubble around it so it can, you know, maybe go underwater or something.
6: Like. Like. A big old mech suit for your whole body. Well, I say
4: if you say so. Oh, you can do that.
6: I've never seen it done before, but I do like your ideas and the way you think. Do you have those schematics with you, boy? Okay.
4: All right. All right. Says you can find someone with those schematics. <laughs> <laughs> is
6: that. Is, is that why you're here? As the. 111st birthday present is this full body mechanical bubble suit?
4: Well, you know, yeah. But but I didn't want it to be like right. a whole big to do about it, but apparently you're limited on what you're able to do, and so I wasn't expecting that from the way Bubba was talking you up. You know, you guys could do a whole bunch of everything, so I gotta say it's a bit of a disappointment, but it's alright. I come with money. Uh, I figured you could do something. It's my 111st birthday and whatnot. What he has you? And uh, you know it's fine. I'm sure you're all lovely people. You have delicious food. And that's fine.
9: So this is just a wall in here with a bunch of cans hanging on it on strings, or <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
9: yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go fiddle with them. Just stick them together and
2: <laughs> make a few crank calls. <laughs> <Yeah>.
9: <laughs> Hello,
2: Morg. Oh, this isn't the Morg. This is the baby. So
9: when you when you put a person's braid into one of these mechs. The person's personality remains, mm, to some
6: degree, not not really. It gives us the ability to control it through them. We use them like a like a conduit.
9: Okay. Okay. So, so you put the brain of a magician into one of these? Has to be a magician. Yes. Has to be. No other way. Yep. Yeah, the
6: magic from their brain helps with the conduit.
9: So if it was just a sort of a slightly dumb pirate it wouldn't it wouldn't take i've
6: never tested it on a slightly dumb pirate we here are not in the business of killing non-magic users i mean (laughs) that's where the name shrimp comes from we are scientists and heroes rescuing individuals from magic profligates we are anti-magic users Oh. Say that again.
2: Scientists and Heroes doing what now?
6: Scientists and Heroes mm-hmm. rescuing individuals from magic profligates. Shrimp,
2: one more time.
6: I thought I thought you guys knew what you were doing coming here. We are scientists and heroes rescuing individuals from magic profligates. That's uh that's our names.
9: <laughs> so if say some sorts of magic users came to your island here, and you were to find out they were m- magic users. Well, we would do what any good shrimp would do. We would mercilessly
6: slaughter them and take their brains and shove them into robot bodies.
9: Excellent. I've got to find a chugal. I'll be... Uh, <laughs> that's the right thing, though. That's the right thing to do. Those magical <laughs> That's bastards. Not
6: suspicious at all, you say as you leave real quick. Uh, well, yes. while you're here, let me go ahead and get you, Tubba, your name tag, and I'll get you a list of all the participants that will be here tonight so you're not caught off guard and you feel welcome coming here. So he hands you a name tag that says Tubba Shrimp. And then he hands you a list of people uh, with their titles. So there is Bubba Shrimp and Jumbo Shrimp and Fried Shrimp and Pepper Shrimp and Cherry Shrimp and Pink Shrimp and Amano Shrimp. And uh, there was King Shrimp, but he died, so they crossed him off the list. (laughs)
4: Now, you know, you got tub of shrimp, so, you know, just add that to the list. Well, that's your list, so you're not... You can add You can add yourself uh, there. Just write tub of shrimp down right... Actually, I'll put it at the top here. Just tub of shrimp right <laughs> at the top there, right That's a nice spot.
6: <laughs> so I'll be seeing you tonight.
4: And what, 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 what times, as
6: far as the sun goes? Well, when the sun goes down, then you can make your way here. Super.
4: And that whole thing with the magic thing, I knew that. I just hadn't told them that yet then, so... If you're wondering, <sighs> all right. It was so you know. It's just a nice time, just chatting with you, just picking that old noodle of yours. Well,
6: all right. I'm gonna go ahead and fix these now. So he goes over to the cups and starts putting them back in the right spot. <laughs> well, if, if that's all, I do have a phone call I need to make.
4: Right, now you I need to go uh, see a the person about a room. Need, you know. All right. Uh, uh, see, you, Lamari later. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye now. <laughs> like, trying to push Ada by the hip. Like, oh, go. Alright, kill some magic users? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that's what shrimp yeah. stood for? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> <see>? <laughs> messaging you. Like, right beside you, but messaging you. Like, I'm completely
2: annoying you. They <laughs> I can I can't kill me. just mosey on. <laughs> then after a minute, I'll be like, what are you... What? (laughs) What? Oh, dear. Alright, so I guess we're looking for a mono now. He's uh, running the inn, guys.
4: Yeah. As much as I want a mech, I also kind of want to burn this place to the ground. (laughs) I'm torn.
2: My tiny... Captain Murphy wanted this information. Yeah, but was he going to pay this
9: time? See, he's not a magic user, though. He's Mm. just a kind of dumb pilot. Do
4: you think we could pilot... His ship?
9: Um,
6: Keep
4: first and
2: stormy.
6: Yeah, if you kept the crew, you probably could. I mean, there's the Debbies that are yeah. left. And Debbies
4: and I are tight. I feel like I, I know Captain Murphy. Right? Wait, Captain... Well enough by this point that uh, I could pass off as him. Some would say that I'm an actor. And that if I, there was a feat to have as an actor, I would have it. Let's see. I'm not actually the captain! I am pretending to be the captain. At that time, it goes, it goes, hash, 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 action. I am the captain, and then cut, hash, 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 hash. You see? Fantastic. I am pretending. <sighs> but no, it's seriously though. What's the answer? We can just take over the
6: the class. It's kind of a big ship, so the three of you. Would have a hard time manning it by yourself You would definitely need a crew
2: Yep The last of time some we prepared sort. to fight We made Molotov cocktails on a wooden boat
4: Yeah so, Yes you know. we did But can, to be fair Can confirm The boat survived the fire And the clapped cats
2: Option cocktails Option B. <laughs> Anyway Water cannons <laughs>
4: Let's get the room at the end Uh We can <laughs>
2: day is
4: it now yeah okay it's it's getting
6: close to evening time
4: we'll say let me know where you guys land on taking over the clap and and now we'll go get the room in the meanwhile what am i gonna do with a boat, boat, and boat, and I gotta me. boat and sounds like work no we have the other people do the work for us here bud and i act like the captain so you get to just boss people around And be on your own very own ship. We could even call it the lion. Clab the lion. Or lion clab. Clab. I don't know. The lion clab.
9: (laughs) No, I'm the lion.
4: But it's the lion clab. It's the circle of life. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Don't
9: you know.
4: (laughs) It'd be a super time there, bud.
9: (laughs) Oh. Well, okay. I mean... (laughs)
4: You could also to the ice song.
9: I guess we get a Captain Murphy mech out of the deal.
4: Ooh, From the one that's almost done.
9: Yeah, yeah. We could maybe even get him to pay for it.
4: Well, right there, bad. I can do that while you get a... Or Ada gets a room. Because she's really good at getting rooms. And being clean there.
2: Nothing but the best for you to so, <laughs> so she
4: can get a room. You and I could go uh, get Captain Murphy to talk to Fry there. And get this whole thing going. But it uses magic to power I them. Care.
9: So being non-magical, will it work with him or will it just kill Does it it? and then we don't even get a mech, and then we have to, you know, boss people around.
4: Right, so but if it goes
9: sideways we walk blame away from the boat.
2: What? I said you don't have to boss the crew around. You can just walk away from the boat.
4: Well, but we're on an island <laughs> that hates magic users, <laughs> like... which all of us are. You
2: learn to swim, kitty cat. Learn to swim. If
4: the things go sideways, we can blame the gnomes for killing their captain. And then we could help them take over, we burn this whole place to the ground. Because if we're not getting a mech, then we're not getting a mech anyway. And then, we take over the club.
3: Hmm.
4: It's a win-win-win. Captain Murphy wins. Fry wins. <laughs> we win. The club wins. The world wins. That's a win-win-win-win-win. Do I need to roll persuasion on you?
6: I ask you. And you don't know that Captain Murphy's not magical. Nobody's ever asked
4: him. Yeah, but That's to true. be fair, no one cares.
2: <laughs> yeah, roll persuasion, because it's not happening.
4: <laughs> 19 plus my persuasion, I think, is 7. That's much. a lot. Oh, it was a plus
2: 13. So 19 plus 13. <laughs> so 32. Yeah. We get the clap! So I- Are you so <laughs> happy? <laughs> Are we getting a Boston Whaler? The party barge? <laughs> <laughs> the party barge <bird! laughs>
6: What's the plan guys What's what's the plan here Alright so the is... plan
4: here is that Ada is gonna go get our runes at the inn Yes We're gonna go talk to Captain Murphy there bud And then We're gonna get him to try and not only buy that mech But also try and put his brain In the mech
2: As long as my role is just getting the room Yeah
4: as long as if that goes sideways No harm no foul cause either way We're gonna take over the sea lab club
9: Hmm, the only hole I can see is if Murphy mentions that we are all magic users.
4: We incapacitate him. <laughs> then okay. we take his funds. Then we take his brain. Yep.
2: I hope I've walked away.
4: <laughs> yep, you're on your We're way to the van. Yep, I'm,
2: I'm out of
4: here. And, and uh, Lion and I are walking towards the docks. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So we yeah. incapacitate him, take his monies, and take his brain.
6: All right.
9: Let's do this.
6: Okay, so you two are walking to the docks. Ada, you make it to the inn. Anything crazy you want to do in the inn, or do you just want to book a couple rooms?
2: Uh, is there, like, a stable somewhere for yep, travelers, there's a horses, and whatnot? Like, that's their room. There's not
6: really a bunch of horses in the stable, uh, because it's an island, and... They don't really need a whole bunch of horses on this relatively small island, but they do have some smaller mules cuz they're gnomes, And okay, small is mules like is all they really need.
2: Is it like extremely flea infested and rodent feces? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, good, 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 you know, it doesn't perfect.
6: get changed a lot because Yep, okay, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I walk up to the inn.
6: Hello there. Welcome.
2: Hey, how you doing?
6: Good. Welcome to Rickard Isle.
2: Thank you. It's been interesting so far. Seafood restaurant? Mwah, delicious. Highly recommend. Um, looking for a couple rooms for, let's say, a total of five days, just to, be, just to be on the safe side.
6: Okay. That is doable. We do not have a lot of guests here right now. What's
2: your nicest suite going to run me?
6: Nicest suite is going to run you about 10 gold a night.
2: What does that include? Like, why is it so nice?
6: Well, it includes the entire top floor of the inn, all to yourself, a personal bathroom and shower, a personal fireplace, and you have one butler to buttle for you.
2: Wow. It's amazing. What kind of room service do you have? Like food-wise, like what can I order to my room?
6: Unfortunately, all food comes right from the seafood
9: restaurant.
6: Hey,
2: hate. I'm okay with that. Hamburgers Um,
9: and slim jims.
2: I'm gonna get some of that secret sauce.
4: And a slushy. (laughs) Explosive diarrhea.
2: Like you this don't know which one it is. Such a nice <laughs> 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 why, why, why?
6: <laughs> Am I bleeding? <laughs> I think I'm bleeding. I
2: just I just Okay, so yes, I'm gonna book the the top floor for myself for five days. I have two other companions that will be staying here. What is your cheapest room if not free?
6: Whoa. Our cheapest room is one gold a night, and that would be in the main area with the hammocks. The free, if you decide, well, if there's no animals out in the barn, I guess your people could sleep out in the stables. There's some lofts with hay and owls. Do they like owls?
2: Uh, yeah, they love them. None of them are afraid of birds (laughs) whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the first night I would like to book one of your hammocks Just one Okay. They like to spoon um, And then for the rest of the duration of my trip The last four days I'll have them slum it in the, the hayloft
6: As you wish
2: Perfect What kind of entertainment will I have in my room? Is there any... A P- uh, picture box, uh, music thingy, anything?
6: Well, we don't have a picture box, but we do have a horned brass orchestra that could play for you, otherwise known as HBO. So <laughs> HBO is included in your stay. I say
2: these things.
4: <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Um, and is there a breakfast
2: service? I have to order that from the seafood?
6: We can have breakfast ready for you in the morning, but it is ordered from seafood.
2: Okay. Perfect. I'll put in my order for me and my compadres here for eggs and bacon and the nastiest tea. Not by choice, but that's just what we we get.
6: (laughs) It's like concentrated tea with, like, syrup in it. It seems like it came out of a container that hasn't been cleaned in, like, seven
4: months because yeah, it's fructose tea. store. How did this happen?
2: The <laughs> way of Ricker Isle, I guess. Perfect. Can you, um... I'm going to head up to my room now. Um, well, actually, in a moment, I'm going to wander around your little establishment for a bit while they draw my bath and... Set out nice scenting can- uh, scented candles and send the orchestra up. I want some light music while I bathe this
6: evening. Ah, yes. I will have your butler bring that right up to your room. Two fresh spanky candles and a new bar of Nana's Banana Soap.
2: Oh! Oh! My god, where did you find this stuff?
6: Oh, Nana's been shipping her bananas here for years.
2: No, kid, that little scamp. I love her even more. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm going to send her a thank you note. And then I'll head up to my room.
5: This concludes this episode of A Fool's Quest. Join us next time for more fun and daring adventure. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to like, subscribe, review, and comment on your favorite platform to listen to, A Fool's Quest.
1: plus.
3: Yay. <laughs> plus